the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program on this Tuesday, listen, it's nice out, right? And it's not raining. Why not take a ride and see our friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, because you could be healthy. She has uh, fantastic products, folks, diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401 401- 305-3585-401-305-3585. It's my health because it's your help. And it's your health, excuse me. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like acai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, and more, and hemp and CBD products. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, again, Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. And remember, we have uh, tremendous sponsors on the website, like the Coheset Inn. Stop in and see them. What a great day to go for lunch or dinner or drinks. They're waiting for you. 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick. It's the Coheset Inn since 1977. They have a great menu, something there for for everyone on the Coheset Inn. And check it out, folks, because on the website, DePetro.com, we do have the story, the fact that with um, the fact that in Providence that you have this situation where now another officer, another officer has been suspended. Now, we're going to talk to the head of the union in just a moment. And already, I'm already hearing from national outlets that want to get a copy of the Ramona Bessinger. By the way, the quotes that I was reading to her, as I said, were directly quoted from Eileen Violet. All of those quotes exact. And you heard Ramona on the front lines. Folks, these people that have completely turned on the United States and turned on, you know, can you imagine like in these classrooms, do these kids even have a chance if they're holding up Black Lives Matter and to say, oh, you know, they're to be admired and they're to be, oh, yeah, everything that black, as, as, as many of you know, it, it was the whole thing was started on a lie. The whole element of Black Lives Matter was was completely started on, on a lie. And that was that Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri had his hands up and, you know, was walking and said to the police officer, please don't shoot me. And the officer just, like, gunned him down, as terrible as it is. Like, it was target practice. I mean, it's disgraceful. But And all of that was proven false. And all of that was proven false by Eric Holder, who was the, you know, U.S. attorney at the time, attorney general for President Obama. So, but like those people are dictating things and, and shame on, there are some people amongst us. I don't know whether they think, uh, and again, I can't get into their mind. They're trying to be hip or you have different people. Some in the media are attacking people like um, the mother in South Kingstown, Nicole. Who was speaking up? Others, they, they attack anybody. And I don't know whether, you know, that was the one that when Nicole first emerged on the scene, she thinks she's going to do a local interview. But see, the teachers unions and their allies want to attack anyone for whatever reason is teaching against this. And I, I don't understand it because they're like next. I thought Ramona, I mean, you need more teachers like that. Very impressive, very dedicated um, you want more people like that in the classroom and let alone, listen, it can't be easy going into the middle schools of Providence and that those that if you get people doing that, 
those are people very dedicated. But some people like to either just talk to hear themselves talk or, you know, that was the narrative that Nicole ran into. Well, who's behind you? And you're part of a right wing group. And how did you get on Fox and Friends, you know, for 20 minutes? So who would, you know, in questioning that way, but it's all, all part of the undermining. It's all part of the undermining by the unions and the far left. I hope and I believe, I think this is a big moment for, for people to realize there has to be other options instead of sending their children to the public schools. There has to be because it, it, in the public schools, that listen, the, the teacher unions are, it's obvious, they're way too powerful. They're far, far too, it was never designed for this. It's no longer about education. It's just not. I think one of the best examples is what's happening right now. Now, again, folks, good afternoon at 111. We're going to talk to Micah Mundy in just a moment. But what you're seeing happen with the fact that, think of this, the Providence Public Schools are broken. A huge part of it, the big part, is the contract. They can't change the contract. Because the union, everything is controlled by the contract. And it is true, by the way, that past um, administrations, somebody was signing these contracts. Someone was giving them all this power. Someone was signing over and making sure, you know, the principals had less and less power. And, and instead, the unions control everything. You can't fire a teacher. Uh, they, they, they control who gets hired. The whole process, everything that they ask, it's not about education anymore. It's not about education. Stop being about that. They have strong political allies. You know, how about the fact that, you know, and I know her, that Mary Ellen Goodwin, she's been in the state Senate for a long time. She actually goes along with the whole element. Yeah, let's pause the charter schools. Why, are the charter schools not working? No, they're working too well. They're making the traditional public schools look bad. So therefore, we need to pause the charter schools. No more charter schools. The charter schools start earlier. They go longer. The school year is longer. The school day is longer. They hire the best teachers. If someone's not working out, they get rid of them. So what's their answer? Well, we have to get rid of the charter schools. I mean, think about that. How pathetic. And no one can change it. This is two years since the John Hopkins. Now, folks, Providence is a big example. Um, you know, let's let's just be honest here. The Rhode Island public schools are not exactly thriving by and large. Uh, anyone that would say, you know, the Winsocket school system is thriving or Cumberland, you, you have a very low set bar. It is. These kids are doing much better. But the biggest problem is, is the unions. It truly is. So I think Ramona was great. I want you to understand. I mean, folks, look at, you know, she goes from Wall Street Journal, Fox News, right to the John DePietro show. And I know that there were other people reaching out to her. But you know what? Maybe she didn't want to get asked questions like, are you part of a right wing group? How did you get on Fox and Friends? I mean, let me read more from the talking points of the union. The union is against her. The union is against her. Because who would allow Black Lives Matter posters to go up in the schools? Folks, and as I was saying last hour, the the local media, they're so intimidated by Black Lives Matter. They won't question them in any way. They don't question... Hey, can I ask you a question? You know, they have a rally and they have all these kids there and they have it outside of a school. And the leaders of Black Lives Matter standing up there saying, police are killing our children. Now, one member of the media goes up and and will ask the person that said it. "Um, Can you point to an example here in Rhode Island and Providence where that happened? What like what are you talking about? No, no. Can't say anything. No, you don't question whatever. Now, you question the police. You question law enforcement. You question all of them. 
but they never question Black Lives Matter. They get a free pass. Black, as I said in the first hour to Justin Katz, the leader of Black Lives Matter is doing an interview with the Boston Globe about the rise of the Moors. <laughs> that, delu- that delusional crew. And they say, to the credit, by the way, uh, I think we should start handing out handguns to black families in Providence. So, and instead, they bury the lead. They absolutely bury the lead on it. So, all right, I want to get on Michael Amundi, who's with the uh, Providence Police Union, because yet another... Pro- Folks, joining us on the line right now, he is the head of the Providence FOP. It's our friend Michael Amundi. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, John. Well, Michael, I am very sorry to hear this. This is, I actually can't believe it, but now a third officer has been suspended because of Sale Street. That's what I'm hearing. You know, I have watched that tape repeatedly. Um, I've yet to see one thing that the officers did wrong. This seems to be, would I be wrong in saying that this seems to be coming out of the mayor's office? Uh, I would say for the most part, yes. Yeah. Michael, what what can you tell us? Um, This is the third officer. I don't know if they promise we'll get to the bottom. I still haven't seen any accountability on behalf of of the family that lives on that street or many of their actions in the past. Neither have I. So, um, you know, the the officer, which I won't name, uh, that's, that's being brought up today, He's getting his suspension, uh, supposedly for pushing someone out of the way who was uh, impeding his ability to get his body on camera, retrieve it back, which had fallen off his body. Uh, this person was blocking him, and uh, I guess he either pushed her out of the way or, or pushed to get her out of the way. And you know, there's you know several trains of thought. She may have fell to the ground. He may have pushed her to the ground. Whatever the case may be. Um, but he's getting, a day, I guess, someone said it was a day suspension, I think. Um, it's like one or two, whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, so that warrants a day or two. Um, and, uh, you know, Officer Horahan gets 10 for saying who wants more. So it's obviously, you know, there, there are differences between the two. I mean, uh, you know, there are some differences, but not, not to the extent where, uh, you know, either one of them, should have received anything more than maybe a written reprimand and some retraining. And that's about it. That is the extent of what they should have gotten. It's ridiculous that, you know, uh, say, say the officer loses his body on camera and you're now telling an officer that if he loses his body on camera and someone stands in the way, you have now taken away every tool he has to get it back. You want to play football with this person, you know, and try and get away from the tackle so you can get your, get your, your camera back. Um, and you can't use words because if you use words, they're going to say it's you know aggressive words downtown, and you're going to get suspended for that as well. So now we can't retrieve our, our property that falls off our body, which contains evidence, by the way, on the body worn camera. And you can't say things uh, to get people to disperse and, and move back in a manner that they can understand it. And you know when you use the tools that you do have, you get criticized for using them. So I guess what I'm saying now is, why be a police officer? Hmm. With this def- with this defund movement that some of these politicians like yeah. Councilwoman Lafayette doing and Kerwin and Miller and those folks are trying to they'll push through, uh, you won't have to because you're gonna have a hard time retaining police officers and hiring them. Hmm. Michael, so. just through police training, I mean, <laughs> an officer comes upon a scene and there's a situation where someone is holding a firearm. Now, you know, not verbatim, but it would be my understanding that what the officer then does is very forcefully drop the weapon. Police identify themselves, drop the weapon right now in a forceful tone, not, right, not, uh, excuse me, sir, I happen to be a police officer. Would you mind putting down the handgun that's in your hand? I mean, you tell me the training would be, listen, police, drop it. Drop it right now. Drop it or I will shoot. Right? I mean, that's part of being a police officer. That's all part of the force continuum that we're taught in the academy. Yes. 
So, and, and if, if they don't comply, you know, I mean, you know, so now if I elevate my tone even more because this person's not listening to the commands of please drop your weapon, drop your weapon, please, please drop your weapon or I'll shoot, you know, sometimes it takes that. Yes. Drop your weapon and, you know, that use an expletive. And so now what, if I say that and then the person complies and drops the weapon, am I wrong? Right. Yeah, and there's, con- you know, there's, there's various situations. And again, folks, speaking with Michael Amundi of the Providence Police Union, there's various situations where, you know, go to a classroom where there's something going on and the teacher says very forcefully to the student, sit down, stop talking, or you're going to the principal's office. Now, the teacher didn't strike the child. The child maybe didn't go. That is a way to make it very clear. This is your final warning. If you don't comply, you're going to end up in the principal's office. So, I mean, he was basically, listen, get back on the sidewalk or you're going to get sprayed again. And you know what? He was effective. They went back on the sidewalk. They sure did. So I, I like, that's the one that just really gets me. And I still come back to Sergeant Paola. I mean, for crying out loud, that was a hot mic. You had a group of officers by the fence discussing what had just happened, telling each other, look out for that one, look out for that one. Very human moment happens whether it is firefighters on the truck back to the firehouse or the Patriots on the sideline of a game or whatever it may be. I mean, it's co-workers, people involved, people in a restaurant, whatever it may be. I mean, it was a hot mic. I still don't. He did nothing wrong, Sergeant Paola. I agree. Uh, you know, I mean, in the past, we've been told with the body worn cameras that things that are spoke, spoken amongst each other would not be, uh, you know, uh, looked at in a disciplinary manner. And now, obviously, they've changed. So now, anything that is done on body worn camera or not, and you know, I'm not saying that you know any comments that were made or whatnot were were proper or whatnot, but still, they're in the confidence of the people that you're standing around and not out and out towards the public. So, but again. You know, you can interpret it either way, but uh, you know, all they're doing is setting this profession up for failure. So now, you know, and, and it doesn't surprise me that someone's getting disciplined. Uh, I'd like to say it doesn't surprise me, but, you know, someone's getting disciplined for trying to retrieve a piece of city property that contains evidence. Right. Because we're talking about the same people that uh, gave up a $40,000 vehicle a year ago during the riots where if we had you know, secured that vehicle and gave a little pushback to that crowd, we may have saved millions of dollars of damage to the city. That's right. That wasn't allowed. That order came through and that wasn't allowed. Yep. So. Folks, again, we're speaking with Michael. Michael, so this is number three. This is still fallout. Here we are, mid-July. Sales Street was almost a month ago. But is is this enough to satisfy the crowd or are there going to be, are there more? I mean, do you have an indication I still yet to see one person that has done something. That officer, the current one that we've learned today, I mean, there was someone standing on a piece of equipment that came off in the melee. He was trying to retrieve it. You have to to explain to someone, hey, get off that. um, Is this going to be enough to satisfy the crowd or are there going to be even more maybe suspensions coming down? Well, that I don't know. You'd have to ask the mayor in addition uh. to that, because they're the, they're the foremost authorities on what we can and cannot do. Apparently, not either one of them, uh, well, mostly the mayor's, never walked a, a mile in our shoes. Nope. Uh, doesn't know what it is to be a police officer. Doesn't know what it is to, to face a crowd like this that's, you, that's been going on for three hours. That, mind you, also threatened a seven-year-old and the reason why we were there in the first place. And, you know, a commissioner who, albeit was a state trooper at one point, but hasn't walked an inch in a modern-day police officer's shoes, especially in Providence, uh, with the atmosphere that's out there right now. So they, they are out of touch. They can say that they are in touch. They can say that they understand it. They, listen, that's a bunch of crap. Yeah. Okay? Plain English. I'm sorry for saying that. No, right. no, it's yeah. fine. But and, Michael, it, 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 I don't know if so. you've seen, but again, folks, Michael, on Monday, the Providence Police Union, um, well, a couple things. Number one, I, I did the story. The rest of the media is pretending that that family on Sales Street that they left behind $70,000 worth of damage to a house that they were allowed to live in in Warwick, uh, busted every door off the hinges, police called constantly. Now they moved to Sale Street Setup Shop. Again, police called over 40, 42 times. Uh, they are the problem. It was someone else that called you guys to go out there. No one says a word. 
that they set up a GoFundMe and these people grab 14000 because they manufactured this storyline that children were terrorized, infants were pepper sprayed, all BS that was shown to be BS. But, Michael, the good news is when someone, I'm not sure who, someone put up a GoFundMe for the officer that was suspended Friday night, when the people responded $21,000 later, people resoundingly said, we're with the Providence Police Department. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would have to say yes. So um, it's nice to see that we had the support of, you know, uh, the community and whatnot, uh, or people around the state. Uh, I don't know how much we have in the uh, community in Providence, but uh, I know around the state we have a lot of support. So, uh, and I know there is a faction in Providence that, that that still support police and still respect the police and whatnot and the work that we do, uh, and they appreciate us being there and they continue to call us. Um, so, and you know what? For those people, we'll continue to be there. And we'll do what we can to make sure that your quality of life is, is just that, a quality of life. Mm. And not, uh, and not you know, having to live with, uh, with the folks around Sales Street and that area have to live with on a daily basis. Again, folks, he's Michael Amundi with the Providence Police Union. Michael, any other comment on this, thought on this, any part of the story that people need to know that we should get the word out there about? No, it's, it's just uh, disheartening and actually disgusting that, you know, we have, uh, you know, people uh, running the city of Providence and uh, running the police department uh, in, in the words of the, in, you know, the uh, aspect of the commissioner and, and mayor that, uh, you know, just will throw the police under the bus every chance they get just to save, uh, you know, some political face. Yeah. Listen, Michael, the people are with you. The men and women of uh, police, Providence police, other police, listen, hang tough. Just know that the law-abiding citizens are with you. You are our urban soldiers. We need law enforcement out on the street. The regular taxpayer, uh, obedient citizen, appreciates that, respects that. Thank you for the work that you do, and uh, the people are behind you. Just be careful. Saying urban soldiers, they might twist that on you. You know, <laughs> ah, that's all right. We're some kind of a militant force. Wow. I mean, I, you know, I mean, it's okay for the mayor to use some derogatory terms. Oh. You know, call Gene Valisani this morning. He said yeah, something about the use of the paddy wagon. And if you look at your history, the word paddy obviously came from the Irish descent, but it's also known as a slang in the Oxford Dictionary yep. as a derogatory term towards Irish. That's exactly So it's right. okay for him to do that with the Irish, but God forbid someone says, you know, uh, come on, I'll give you more spray or whatever it was. That, yes. You know, God forbid, but he can get away with doing things like that. And, you know, that's fine. I hope the Irish community is very upset with that. Folks, Michael Amundi, Providence Police Union. Michael, thank you. I'll talk to you again. Thank you. All right, folks, there he is again. Very uh, disheartening. I don't blame. Good afternoon, everybody, right now. It is 128. It is Tuesday. It is July 20th. And you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. This portion of the program, I want to appeal right now. If you're someone listening, and either yourself or a family member, friend, someone who is in an auto accident, motorcycle accident. You know, I saw last night, it was a terrible accident. Elmwood Avenue, some driver out of control, very seriously hit someone. Folks, unfortunately, now that's someone, they're going to need help. Hospital bills, being out of work. Hey, pick up the phone and remember what we say. Fight back, call Jack. 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. I wish in a perfect world, in a perfect scenario... When someone is injured, the other side would come forward and say, my goodness, we want to compensate them the best we can. Unfortunately, it just doesn't happen that way. Folks, fight back. Call Jack. 401-785-9400 or online. Fightbackcalljack.com. Free consultation. You want the fighter. You want Jack Calvino. 50 years personal experience. 100 years total combined with his staff. Fight back, call Jack, 401-785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, dog bite, fight back, call Jack. Folks, it's 1.30. You know, I just glanced at television screen 
in Rio de Janeiro, the, vi- the, um, the variant that's out there, the cases are up 900%. I am telling you right now, I know people don't want to hear about the variant. I know no one wants to think about. Everyone wants, no, COVID's over. It's, it's actually not. And the longer that people don't get the vaccine, the more it's, it's just not going to go anywhere. Folks, it's your choice, though. It's your choice. You get to decide. You get to decide. Now, I am also seeing, here's a headline. Brady cracks election joke. Drop sleepy nickname on President Joe Biden. Tom Brady stepped to the podium and brought some jokes with him. All right, I want to hear this. So the Buccaneers went to the White House and um, boy, talk about having a short memory. I don't like hearing this type of stuff, but he I think he should be very, very cautious. I think number 12. Here we go. Tom Brady jokes shows support towards Biden. Let me uh, let me play a little bit of this, folks. Here we go. Tom Brady at the White House. Well, not a lot of people uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40 percent of the people still don't think we won. I understand that. Do you understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. And personally, you know, it's nice for me to be back here. We had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing. And they started calling me Sleepy Tom. (laughs) Why would they do that to me? (laughs) Got on a roll. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40 percent of the people still don't think we won. I understand. You understand that, Mr. President? You know, that is I, I can't. Are you kidding me? Wow. You go after President Trump and take shots. Take shots at him. Wow. Tom Brady joke. President Biden jokes Tom Brady. There's nothing wrong with being the oldest guy to reach the highest mountaintop. Now, they're on the south lawn of the White House, where I've been. Um, wow. Huh. So he decides to go. The big line they're, they're rolling with. Let me see if I can get some more of his, quote, jokes. Let me hear a little bit more of uh, apparently the bucks at the White House. Here we go. Oh, they give him a jersey, 46, Biden, a Bucks jersey. Wow. I mean, President Trump was so um, gracious to Tom Brady when he was nowhere. I mean, when Tom Brady was first on the scene, President Trump, he even said, used to let him play golf, let him use his jet. Um, and the big line is is the fact of um, of making forty percent of the people still don't think that we we won. And the whole thing of Sleepy Tom, wow, very very surprising, huh? Well, I I think he should be cautious. I think number twelve. This whole thing that they have rolling down there seems a little... So he's doing catch-up a little bit because of the whole situation of, of um, you know, when there was a MAGA hat in his locker that, that Bob Robert Kraft put it there. And then a reporter saw it, took a photo of it. And by the way, I have been inside the Patriot locker room. You're not supposed to take a photo of what's in the locker. Let me hear this again. This is just in the last hour. So the Super Bowl champs are at the White House. There's uh, Tom Brady with President Biden, and Brady decides to use some humor. Got on a roll. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40% of people still don't think we won. I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. And personally, you know, it's nice for me to be back here. We had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing. 
and they started calling me Sleepy Tom. <laughs> Why would they do that to me? Wow. Whoa. Isn't that interesting? Let me hear if he had any other... Uh, let me hear if he had any other humor, attempts at humor. Um, so the Super Bowl champs, he's been there before, that's for sure. President Biden welcomes the Tampa Bay Bucks to the White House. He um, decided not to go when um, the last time the Patriots won. Even though, as I said, President Trump was very... Very, very gracious to Tom Brady and the Patriots, who's no longer with the Patriots. Now he's with Tampa Bay. Folks, right now it's 136. Huh. That's interesting. Hmm. I want to get the full, uh, I'll get the full Brady speech at the White House. But, folks, I also want to remind you that right now, if you're thinking of getting uh, your driveway paved, If you're thinking of getting your driveway paved, pick up the phone and call J. Perry Paving today. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Free quote, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Folks, they will pave your driveway. Call J. Perry Paving today, 401-732-1730. Look for them on Facebook. Learn the benefits of asphalt paving with J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730. And then also, if you're a veteran, no one has a better package than J. Perry Paving. All right, I have, um, I think, the full Brady speech. This is uh, the Bucks at the White House. Here we go. It's uh, certainly an honor to be here. Uh, thank you very much for your hospitality. Uh, your entire staff has given us today. Um, I think what behind me is an amazing group of, of players. We have a bunch of coaches and staff here sitting down. And uh, it was actually a very challenging season for a lot of reasons. Um, but we bonded together. Uh, we worked really hard. We put all our individual agendas aside and we came together as a team. And sports has an amazing way of bringing people together. If you look at us. We're all a little bit different ages. I'm a little older than most of them. Uh, but we come from a lot of different places across the country, a lot of different schools, a lot of different backgrounds. But uh, we love each other. We're committed to one another. Um, and when you do that, amazing things happen. And um, these guys are an amazing group of men. Um, it didn't look great there. At one point, we were 7-5, and five, struggling a little bit, um, as the president alluded to. Um, but we found our rhythm. We got on a roll. Not a lot of people uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. And personally, you know, it's nice for me to be back here. We had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing. And they started calling me Sleepy Tom. (laughs) Why would they do that to me? (laughs) So, uh... It's great to be, you know, we're on the eve of football season. We start uh, tomorrow practice, and we're going to work through everything we can to work to achieve another one of those Lombardi trophies. Um, It's a different group of men. It'll be a different challenge, but we're excited for it. We're excited for the opportunity to compete and work hard and um, show everyone what we're made of. So um, we're not going to throw the Super Bowl trophy this time, Cam, but we're going to offer President Biden a special presentation from Mr. Glazer, and then we're going to challenge... 11 of us, uh, 11 White House interns to a game of football here on the lawn, and we intend to run it up on you guys, so get ready to go. Boy, number 12, very chatty there in uh, in rear form, that's for sure. Folks, good afternoon. What you just heard was Tom Brady at the White House. How about that? I want to see if, number, if uh, President Trump responds to that. Wow, very surprising. President Trump was... Very, very, um, very, very good to, in fact, to Tom Brady when he was uh, up and coming. So very, uh, very, very surprised to hear that type of uh, reaction from him. But nonetheless, uh, and I also want to, again, point out, folks, on the website, petro.com 
You're going to see some unique stories you won't see anywhere else. And um, and especially another police officer has been another police officer has been suspended in Providence. No reason they did nothing wrong. And you also see exactly more information, the media cover up on that family that arrived there. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show at 141 on this Tuesday is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Ryan was in our home yesterday because we had a problem with the dishwasher. We had a problem with the dishwasher. Let me remember exactly. Hold on. Let me catch the note. What was wrong with the dishwasher? The uh, the motor that distributes the water wasn't working, so it was replaced. And so it was a matter of that. They weren't cleaning the dishes properly. What did I do? Did I try to fix it? No. Did we have to get a new dishwasher? No. So what would you do? I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. Set up the appointment. Pulled up into the driveway. Boom. Fixed it. 401 710 7096, folks, Ryan's Appliance Repair. It's John DePietro. Now, remember, if you ever need your vehicle towed, don't forget our friends at State Towing Service, Auto Sales and Repair, 401-331-0925, State Towing Service, Auto Sales and Repair, 24-hour towing, 380 Valley Street in Providence, our friend Michael Salvatore. Call them, 401-331-0925, big supporters of law enforcement. So folks, again, um, big news locally is also that horrendous story where, and I'm glad the mother got arrested. So many times the parents, they let them go. But Cranston mother charged with child neglect after a toddler nearly drowned in a swimming pool. Now the child's recovering, two years old. Where was the mother? She was in her basement doing laundry, smoking pot. And she had an 11-year-old child in charge. And the child finds the mother and says, we can't find the two-year-old. So they get called out 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And a two-year-old is face down in the backyard swimming pool. Child climbed up a ladder under the above-ground swimming pool. So... Um, she left the toddler under the supervision of her 11-year-old, and they have three other children. She's doing laundry, smoking pot in the basement. Daughter runs down saying, we can't find the two-year-old. She goes to investigate, looked through a window, saw the daughter in the pool. One of their neighbors is a registered nurse, ran over to help, performed CPR, basically saved the child's life. Child rushed to Hasbro. Immediately sent to the intensive care unit. Oh, my goodness. Critical. Children cannot be left unsupervised around a body of water. If it weren't for the swift, heroic action of a neighbor, they'd be mourning the death of the child. Wow. Folks, bodies of water. Remember, water is the silent killer. The four children are now in the custody of the father. Swimming pool is not fenced in as required. City code inspectors taking a close look at the home on Tuesday. A private swimming pool is declared an accessory use. You're supposed to have a fence around it. Child was able to get in there, climb up the ladder, and boom, falls into the pool. Who knows? Maybe they're playing hide-and-go-seek. Absolutely terrible. Terrible. Um, and uh, Commander Todd Padalano was addressing the media. So, you know, that, but at least, at the very least, the mother's being held accountable. The mother is being held accountable as a result of that. So, they're good. The mother's charged. Guess what? Smoking pot. Doing laundry? No, you can't do that. Absolutely cannot do that. 
No, an 11-year-old is an 11-year-old. Six years old is first grade. Seven years old is second grade. Eight years old is third grade. Nine years old is fourth grade. Ten years old is fifth grade. Eleven years old is sixth grade. Or going into sixth grade. Obviously, whatever was going on, they weren't watching the two-year-old. So, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Now, I'm also seeing, what's this other headline? The Warwick man who picked up the Michigan girl. Warwick man sentenced more than 11 years in federal prison. Whew. Travel with intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct. See to child pornography. 45 years old, arrested August of that year. 15 years old, girl was reported missing. Tracked her to Rhode Island through her Instagram account. Befriended the girl online. So he got 11 years at the ACI. I'll tell you, though, folks, there's so many nuts out there. So there has to be law and order. When do the police get thanked for that? When do the police get thanked for that? Brady trolls top MAGA with White House speech. Wow. I like the headline, Earth's richest man leaves the planet. Jeff Bezos flew into space. You know, they were into it. That other guy, what did he pay? $250,000? $250 million to go along? How much did he pay? I'll find the guy from the Netherlands who paid, somebody, the guy that paid to go. So I saw that it was Bezos, it was his brother. So the, the oldest person, the, the youngest person. But he did have to, he paid a huge amount of money to travel with them. Folks, speaking of that, remember... If you're ever in an accident, what should you do? Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. The original, the best, it's West Fountain Auto Body. Give them a call today. Now, again, if someone hits your vehicle, whether it's a small fender, fender bender, or maybe it's a, a completely, uh, the vehicle has been decimated. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They will repair your vehicle. Showroom-like condition. It's West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. So on the 52nd anniversary of Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin's moon landing, 1969. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos blasted the edge of space, spent a few minutes outside the atmosphere. First crewed flight from his firm, Blue Origin. Can be heard calling a best day after after landing on Earth. Richest man said the space flight will fulfill lifelong dream. Um, astronauts spoke about it. Blue Origin approached 100 million in private ticket sales already. So other people that want to go up. And then you have the 82-year-old oldest person after the space flight. Um, let's see. Calder trip. Wonderful. Great time. Pioneer. Um, the New Shepard crew, Blue Origins, Jeff Ashby, former space shuttle commander, uh, posed the four crew members. Um, let's see, I'm speechless, he said. So, hold on, I want to find out exactly how much he, how much did that guy um, spend with getting up into space and they're going to be selling for it. I mean, this is like another venture basically in uh, for those that can afford it. For those that can uh, afford to go up exactly what it's, it's going to be. And there's going to be more of that. All these people want to then... Uh, so the price tag to go to space with Jeff Bezos is now $2.8 million. $2.8 million. All right. Going to space, hefty price tag. Um, let's see. 
the third seed. Oh, okay. So that's how much he paid, $2.8 million. And now other people are reserving spaces. Uh, in the earliest days of ticket sales, Virgin charged 250000 for people to reserve a spot on the flight. So, so that's going to be the going cost now if, in fact, you want to go up into space with uh, either two. So that's obviously a um, fast-growing industry uh, without question. So, folks, again, a couple of reminders. Do you have some uh, green algae, moss that may be outside of your home? If that's the case, call Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. Look for him on Facebook, Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. It's Jay Freitas Construction. If you're listening right now, it's 151. It's Tuesday. It's July 20th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website to Petro.com. Right now, you have a surface, building, home, fence, deck, walkway, patio, and you need to get rid of the, the dreaded green stuff, the algae, the moss that grows. So maybe it's just green stains. Call Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545, 401-837-4545. Deck staining. Now, you've heard me discuss Jamie and online. The website is jamiespowerwash.com, jamiespowerwash.com. And look for him on Facebook, Jamie's Power Wash. You've heard me discuss him because he also does handyman services. But this time of year, he is all in on the power washing. 401-837-4545. Professional power washing and deck staining. 401-837-4545. Call Jamie, 401 837 4545 for Jamie's Power Wash. Again, folks, visit the website, depetro.com. We have unique stories up. And don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Senadale. Comfort food cocktails pop in. Delicious. You want to try a great new place, great food, great drinks. The Senadale. Stop it and see them. Located 2025 Smith Street. In North Providence, right there in Centerdale. And easy to get to, right off of 295, right at the base of Mineral Spring Avenue in Smith Street. On Smith Street, you'll see the Centerdale. Stop in and see Shane. Great crowd, great crew. I was there. Delicious food. You're going to love it. Pop in and see him. If you want more, go to the website, petro.com, and we have a direct link uh, that is right to their page so you can learn more about them but i was there last friday not this past friday night the friday before that and um and the place was just uh fantastic so folks if you missed it earlier we had on ramona bessinger first local interview and um she in in fact uh is just terrific we will have that posted on the website petro.com a little bit later, but I did have her on Facebook Live. I will be doing Facebook Live again later tonight. I'm also seeing, folks, sixth Texas Dem test positive for COVID after fleeing the state to block the GOP voting bill. Oh, my goodness. NBC News confirms fully vaccinated White House staffer test positive for COVID. Now, if that's stopping people from getting it, someone said to me, I don't think I'm going to get the vaccine because some of the Yankees who had it tested positive. Well, yeah, they're also 25 years old and in unbelievable shape. I wouldn't exactly say that that should apply to everybody. And they tested positive, but they're they're okay. So I I still don't. Again, anybody... um, Let's see. Brady, after skipping out and Trump and Obama, shows up at the White House. Well, it's also a completely different experience for him with his uh, Tampa Bay, with his Tampa Bay teammates. Let's also remember that. He's in uh, training camp, starts, so completely different experience for him. Um, So Wally Funk became the oldest person ever to fly a space. 
she was told, "You're wait, Wally, you're a girl. You can't do that. So she's the oldest person. It was quite a crew. Boy, he is something, Bezos, isn't he? 82 years old, flew to space age 82. First crew, crewed Blue Origin flight. Wally Funk, pioneering female pilot, dreamed of being an astronaut in the 60s. Flew to space with the Amazon CEO. First crewed flight, Blue Origin. 82 years old, first oldest person ever to fly into space. Um, let's see. Uh, let me just see who else. That was nice of Bezos to take her along. Despite not being a NASA astronaut, she was still blazed trails. He also brought the crew consisted of him, Jeff Bezos, Mark Bezos, his brother, Funk, and 18-year-old Oliver Damon, youngest person to fly into space, unnamed would-be passenger, dropped out of the mission and paid $28 million for the seat from the Netherlands. So that's what it was. So... Uh, 18-year-old final crew member paid $28 million for the seat. Or somebody did. He's 18 years old. So, from, um, yes, from the Netherlands. There's inside the look of them. It sounds like it was, um, he graduated from high school in 2020. He's uh, been interested in space travel since he was four. Um, physics, innovation, supposed to be, uh, it was only 11 minutes, four minutes spent above the Kármán line, defined as the boundary between the atmosphere and outer space. So, and then it comes on the heels of the very successful space flight from Sir Richard Branson, Virgin Galactic, last weekend. The back-to-back missions are seen as ushering a new area of space tourism. Propelled by an emerging billionaire-backed commercial space industry. So that did go off uh, very, very successful. But again, folks, visit the website, depetro.com, where we have the stories, uh, especially the media doesn't want you to know about that family on Sale Street that destroyed, did $70,000 worth of damage to a house in Warwick. No, they don't want you to know about that. Um, the Sale Street Grifters. Also, a third Providence police officer is suspended over that. The, the media also won't talk about Black Lives Matter. Tries a money grab, raising money off the Cranston Apartments. And the media won't report on that. And then we have some of the other videos, and then we broke the story about the GoFundMe page for that Providence police officer. So, which, again, in a matter of hours, uh, surpassed 21,000. Because you know what, folks? Most people, when given a chance, support law enforcement. That's the bottom line. There's a lot of loud voices out there that don't support law enforcement. But when people have a chance to donate, and they did... Then you get that type of situation. We need law and order. You absolutely need uh, law and order. So, again, now, folks, tomorrow also, Mayor Lorza did a recent interview. We didn't have time today. But, um, and again, right now at 159, good afternoon, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, no matter where you are, you can always listen online at the website DePietro.com. And in the shop at DePetro.com, you go to the website, DePetro, at the very top, you'll see where it says shop. Click on that, and then you can get some great merchandise. Coinomatic, you can get show merchandise. You can also get RI Backs the Blue merchandise. It's all right there on the website, DePetro.com. Listen, we're back tomorrow at 11. Plus, if there's breaking news, we do the Facebook live stream. I want you to enjoy this Tuesday. The John Dion program is next after WNRI Winsocket.